Welcome back, Adam's Ward family, uh, to another episode here. Um, we're here in the home with Dewey Stevens. Um, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. So we'll get going here on, uh, why don't you just dive right in, tell us about your childhood, where you grew up, and uh, any highlights of your childhood, siblings, all that good stuff, and hobbies. And Okay. Um, well, I was born in Montana, and... Uh, uh, my dad was a logger, so I I was going to be a logger growing up. That was it. Um, loved it. We were a little town of Hamilton, Montana. Um, moved around Montana a bit okay. um, just because of the industry. And, uh, yeah, camping every weekend. It was, it was great. I uh, was not a member of the church. Not even sure if we knew what a church was. I think our, <laughs> I remember our folks dropping us off at at a church every Sunday, and I remember we asking them one time, "How come you guys don't go?" Ah, <laughs> oh, it's good for you. It's good for you. You need to you need to go. So that was my my only Intro church, church going. <laughs> yeah, hey, we had some really good friends though, so it was it was a good thing. Um. Any specific church you remember going to, or I just don't. I don't remember. I remember we did a CYC, uh, Christians Youth Camp. Okay, I know that was that was always fun. Um, remember a couple times. That was I was maybe third grade, second grade. So it's okay. just real vague. Nice, real vague. But I still remember it. So yeah, yeah, good deal. Um, yeah, we lived in Hamilton. Till third grade, and then we moved to Stevensville. Um, up through, I think seventh grade. Seventh, yeah, sixth grade. And then seventh and eighth, we ended up moving to Missoula, Montana. Okay, and that's pretty close to Hamilton, right? Yeah, there, it's a forty-mile okay stretch. Stevensville is right in the middle. Oh, okay. So, um. I'm going to back up a little bit, but I remember when I was real young, back in Hamilton, we had this creek creek by our house, and I, I'd just go down there and fish. Oh, yeah. It was just awesome. Nice. Um, ride our bikes for all day. I mean, it was it was different. You, you left the house early, you rode your bike into town, go to the Benjamin Franklin, get some penny candy, and <laughs> um, come home. So, yeah, it was it was a good time. Um, my folks ended up getting divorced. Well, they weren't really very talkative to one another through my, my middle school into high school times, um, ended up getting divorced, um, divorced 20 years. And ironically, they ended up getting back together. Wow. So... So our kids, when they were little, really, maybe Brene, because she's the oldest, might might remember that they weren't together, but all the other ones just remember them as grandma and grandpa because they were back together by, by that, that point, point, and they're still together. Cool. So that was kind of a cool thing. Um, just went through high school. Um, out of high school in 84... I just wasn't having a good experience in Missoula. A lot of things 
I just needed to leave. And uh, um, most things brought on by myself. But the restaurant I was working for since a freshman in high school was moving to Spokane. Uh, It was the mustard seed. And so in 84, after uh, school was out, I came to Spokane with some other buddies from the restaurant and we opened up the downtown mustard seed. Um, I spent 14 years at the mustard seed. Um, just uh, kind of having fun and living, right? (laughs) I probably should have been going to school, but, um, but I ended up marrying Gary or met Gary Ann at the restaurant. Oh yeah. Um, Years later, in like 1989, I think it might have been 1988 when uh, when she worked there first, and then she left for a little bit, and then had come back. Um, So, yeah, I was her boss, and we ended up getting married. So you did all different kinds of jobs at at the restaurant, or just one specific thing the whole time? Yeah, I started off as, well, from a dishwasher, all the way up to prep cook, line cook, kitchen manager, uh, eventually general manager of the Valley location, which is now the parking lot at Winco. <laughs> um, and Gary Ann was a waitress and then a hostess, and then she did front end management for a while. And once we then they actually ended up opening a restaurant in Yakima. Okay. And I went over to Yakima to be the general manager over there. Um, Elizabeth was born there, so we had three kids by that time. Okay. Um, and it was a stressful business. Yeah. It was a stressful business. I, I enjoyed it, but I lived it. You, you either live it or you don't. Um, but to add to that, a during that whole experience, I, I was, I like to manage from the back of the house, so in the kitchen. Right. Um, but I did dress up on occasion and go out to the front and and manage from the front of the house also. Okay. As a matter of fact, in Yakima, a few nights I had to become a bartender, and that was a little difficult. Yeah. But <laughs> I did it. I don't know what they tasted like, but I did it. <laughs> Um, nice. So at that point you had found the church and yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so when I met Gary Ann, we ended up getting married, um, in 1990. Um, but prior to that, I remember asking her one night, I'd like to go to your church. And she was shocked <laughs> because I was that guy at the end of the work where I would sit down, put your beer, she'd have a glass of milk, and we'd just have this great conversation. Uh-huh. was not ever even a thought to join the church. But I was ready. I was ready for something different in my life. Things, rocky patches throughout my high school up to that point. And so I knew there was something better. So I went to church. Um, and I just liked it. So we, I started taking the discussions and I was baptized at 10 a.m. 
uh, January 1st, 1990, and at 1 o'clock, we were married. Cool. Wow. Um, so I just wanted to <laughs> erase, start my life over. Start fresh. Yeah. So it was good. Um, you know, it hasn't always been peachy from that time on, yeah. right? I have some, uh, had some mental things to, to conquer along the way. Um, you know, I, I, I know a lot of converts can think this way, that as a convert, you grew up with a mindset of what a man was. And, and I loved my dad. I looked up to him. I idolized him. He was that guy who woke up at three in the morning, went to work, drank beer, ate peanuts on the way home. <laughs> and, you know, hardworking guy, never missed a day. And that was what I thought it was, right? So, so it was, I, I struggled for a while. Um, and, you know, I had some really bad things mentally happen along the way. But through all those challenges, um, I, I think I, I know I came closer to Christ because you know, I had one option. Go the, go the one way that I already knew was not a good way <laughs> or continue down this path and, and, uh, and you know, it was good. And I think as a, as a convert, I looked at the church as very restrictive Mm-hmm. When, and so I've been a member, what, 32, 33 years, and probably up through the last 20, 20 years of that, I, I struggled with that restrictiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, it caused some heartache in our family, um, really heartache on our kids when they were um, doing sports. Because, you know, hey, they, you're good at sports, you're playing on Sunday. Yeah. It's just all there is to it. It's sad, but that was the way it was. So that we, we struggled in that area, struggled with lots of stuff. Um, but when I finally realized what a man was and how, you know, utilizing uh, Christ in your life and and realized that, the res- really restrictive things are the things you shouldn't do, right? Because you constantly think about those all the time, and when you're when you're free of those, this church is not restrictive. <laughs> it, yeah. When you look at it, it's it's it sets you free. It's it's, yeah, it's those it's a good things thing. that can can be addictive basically you yeah. know if you get caught up in those strict things they're strict because they're addictive like you're you're gonna need them if yeah. you go that way yeah so yeah it was it was tough you know and I've I from a young age I struggled with um, uh, depression and anxiety and you start throwing in all that restrictiveness that was in my mind uh-huh. it it was it was a mess it was a mess. Not a mess anymore. I like it. It's much better. <laughs> it's kind of that mindset, that perspective. Yeah. Once it, once you know it sets you free, it really yeah can be freeing in your mind as well, probably. Yeah. So. Oh, 100%. 100%. Nice. So along the way, 
um, like you said, as, as a kid, you went to maybe some different churches that you didn't realize were different denominations, maybe all, all maybe Christian or not. Yeah. Um, so once you started to see something in Gary, was it something in Gary Ann that you saw that you wanted or was it like, yeah. Oh, I need, I need change. And she has a church. I don't care what church it is. Let's go check it out. Or it, did you kind of investigate different churches at that point or no? Um, so she'd went to church and I knew she was at church and I just wanted to, I want to see where she went for three hours. <laughs> right. I mean, it was different to me. So I started driving around. I had no clue what building she was in or what. And through my driving around that day, I realized there's a lot of people that go to a lot of different churches. I'm missing out on something because there's a lot of people. I mean, parking lots were full all around (laughs) town, right? So I never did find her. Um, But when she came over that night, I said... I really like to go to church with you. And from that point on, I just, I liked it. It was, it was, it was comforting and it was real. Um, and yeah, so from that, that point on with the discussions, it was, it was easy for me. I remember my sister saying one time, she goes, wow, I look up to you. That must be scary. Well, not really. <laughs> but, it's scary, the unknown, maybe, but... Yeah. I'm the only member in our family. Okay. Probably in our whole, whole family. I mean, I don't... I guess I need to do my uh, genealogy. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many siblings do you have? I have two sisters. Two sisters, uh, okay. A younger one and an older one. Okay. Stuck so, in the middle between two girls, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was the first one to move to Spokane. Then my older sister, she she was in the Air Force, and then she got out, and then we lived together for a while. And then she ended up getting married. I did some other jobs out of town. And um, then my younger sister, who had moved out of high school to San Diego, she decided to move to Spokane. And then her and I lived together for a while. Okay. And then, so we're all here now. And then... You know, it's probably been 10 years now, but my folks moved to Spokane. Oh, really? So we're all here now. Brought them all over. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So it's kind of nice. But you you still have good relationships with all of them? Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. I know. Like, yeah. I mean, the church can sometimes put a strain on things it, necessarily or unnecessarily. It tried. It um, my older sister and her husband were pretty heavy partiers in their younger days, and they've they become born again Christian. Okay. And I was ecstatic, you know, anything to better their lives, you know, it, it don't matter to me. Yeah, closer and were, to Christ in one, one way or another. Yeah. And it was kind of sad at one time because her and Gary Ann got into a conversation about how we're ruining our children. And, but that was a long, long time ago. And it's pretty much under the bridge now. It's, she's, she, I th- I'm hoping that she's realized that our, our kids have grown up and they're doing wonderful things. Yeah. Some are active, some aren't. We're not judgmental. Um, it's, it's great. Yeah. Cool. So, so uh, you went off to Yakima. Tell us how you got back to Spokane. 
They ended up closing that restaurant down. Okay. Um, they were they they had no ideas to actually put that restaurant in Yakima at all. One of the owners ran across someone at a convention who has some money in Yakima, owns the mall, owns a couple different things. Ended up talking them into that this would be a great place. We've got a great location for you. Well, it was right downtown Yakima. Um, there was some shootings on the strip. Um, it just was not, people were afraid to go downtown at night. Our lunch business was great. Yeah. And it just, it, you can't survive on a lunch business. Yeah. So they ended up closing it down. I moved back here. And within a few months of being back, I got a job at Food Service of America, which is a food service distribution center. Um, I worked there for 26 years. Ooh. I was going to, I was going to retire there was my plan, but it got very stressful. It, for many years it was, but I was raising a family, had benefits. I didn't make great money, but I didn't make bad money. Mm -hmm. um, so I just stuck it out and it wasn't until the end of May last year that I left there. Okay. So um, now I'm a general contractor with my son-in-law. Mm -hmm. um, he just wants to, he, he's the business portion, sends the leads our way. Um, at this point, I'm just, I'm growing a business. Um, okay. I'm the guy, bid the jobs, I find people to do it. We don't have our own associates yet, but as we get uh, down the road, we will. Um, but right now we're doing all right, finding jobs, finding people to do them and moving on. What kind of jobs? Literally everything. Anything and everything? Um, so the business started off uh, tech line roofing and exteriors. Okay. Um, I almost fell off one roof, <laughs> tore my shoulder. Um, can't find a lot of people that really want a roof. And luckily I didn't land a lot of roofing jobs. But I landed fencing jobs, deck jobs, okay. kitchen remodels, bathroom remodels, so um, pole buildings. So I'd love to turn it into, <clears throat> I'd love to, to have this company break away into different segments as, as it grows. A pole building segment, a deck segment, a, a siding, painting segment, but also have those people in those areas be able to move around in other areas depending on what business is there, how, okay. how busy we are in those areas. So it's, I've always wanted to do something like this. Uh -huh. um, I was always too scared to venture out, but I think COVID made me not scared <laughs> because at worst case, there is help wanted signs everywhere. For sure. So um, it it's been nice, and I and I really like it. I really enjoy it. I, I'm learning a lot. Cool. So is it related to the any of the jobs you've done in the past, or totally different? <laughs> related in the sense that um, customer service. Um, any job? <laughs> yeah. Which some are lacking nowadays. Exactly. Um, follow through. And management. So my my 
But as far as the work itself and the job itself, I've done a little bit of all of it myself over the last 40 years, but never as a job. Always helping, I have a buddy that used to flip houses, and so I would always go over and lend him a hand. But what I really like to do is get the job, find the right person for the job, make the customer extremely satisfied, and I made this group of guys, let's say they were working for someone hourly, but now they want to start their own their own thing, I can I can pay them more than they would be hourly, and um, so it's been a good it's been a good fit. I just need to find more of those guys. Yeah, <laughs> slowly slowly yeah. build the business up. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's good. Could you tell us about some turning points in your life? I mean, we may have brushed upon a few as we we've did. been chatting, but anything that has dramatically changed the the course of your life and brought you to where you are today? Yeah. So, um, I think that, no, no, I don't think. I know that I have exceeded the allotted number of um, trials. <laughs> um but I know he's not gonna stop. <laughs> and they haven't always been, they've been big. They've been big trials. Um, and I wanna get into details on a lot of them, but in every one of them, the decision to come closer to Christ has always prevailed. Um, even if I may have wanted to, or I did choose a path of my old self, okay? Um, but one in particular, I, I, I feel I want to I share in a little more detail, but not all detail. So I was in a really, really, really low place in my life. Um, I can feel when people... I can, I can, when people say they're depressed and they've got anxiety, I, I 100% know what that's like. I, they can tell me what they're going through and I, I'm there with them. I was there and I was, I was at a point where I was going to make a pretty serious decision and I asked Christ in prayer, if you have a purpose for me, I need a sign and I need one now. And not just a little, I feel good or, you know, you feel good. In that moment, I felt his hands on my shoulders, pulling me back. And then I just have this vision and I, I'm having it now. I just can have this vision of him and I sitting on a bank at a river, beautiful scenery, just conversing with one another. And not as friends and as someone that, that trusts me. That, that was a huge turning point in my life. Now, I still did stupid things <laughs> because I, I'm human and I'm the 
king of of really just trying to I don't know what, but <laughs> um, but yeah, that, I think of that, and I just have I just get tears in my eyes, and there, there's a there's a picture of of Christ sitting looking over a um, it's a famous picture. He's looking over a valley, a city, and I, I can't think of the what what that is, but that's what I feel like when I when I think of him. So we're just sitting there. He's got his arm around me, and we're just talking. So it's moments like that that if you deny it, it doesn't mean you're still going to be perfect, but you can't deny that he's not there. He is there. And, yeah, so that definitely has impacted my life a lot, a lot. Uh, you've got a few kids. Yep. Um, how has raising kids and how have you uh, nurtured your testimony over the years as you raise kids and as they struggle and as as we all struggle? Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about how you continue to nurture your testimony and, uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's tough. Um we have three girls and three boys. And I, I, I know that the girls take after Gary Ann and, and, and they were easy. When people say <laughs> girls are tough, and no, they were easy. My boys wanted to be like me. And <laughs> we had some, some very rough moments in, in uh, those high school years. Um, I relied on my home teacher a lot during those those years, um, and he was awesome. And I I I want to be that that ministering brother, right? But I'm still working on that part. But he was he was there a lot. Um, you know, we have we have two boys that um, aren't active. But they still love to come home because they know that they're loved and welcomed. Perfect. Um, and that was that was our goal. You know, might not have been at the the beginning of the time because it was still you know we're we're gonna pound that fist right, but it it didn't work. Um, it probably took a toll on the other kids a little bit. Spencer, our middle son, he was going down that path, and then. He made a decision to go on a mission. And from that point on, he gave up all the friends that he had and went and hung out with his sister and her husband, got caught up on seminary for the summer, and he just changed. He just decided he was going to change. That was wonderful. But it was just trying to be there for him. Now, Gary and I was never... I won't even say we're we're forty percent on on cue of of handling every situation, right? Um, but we made it. We made it. It was each one's different. Each one is different. Um, but they're very respective, respectable children. Um, 
We have almost eight grandchildren now. And um, just love them to death. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, anything that you've thought of that you want to touch on before we get to the last couple questions here? Anything pop into mind? Um, just, I guess, how much I love my family. Um, what, one thing I didn't throw in there was when I was 30, I found out that my dad wasn't my biological dad, which, which was, was kind of tough, even at the age of 30, <laughs> because out of both sides of the family, I'm a hundred percent more close to his side. Um, and I mean, I love both sides, but it's, it's just, so that was kind of crushing. So I, I do have a whole biological side that we're, we're trying to learn a little bit more about. Um, but one thing I, I learned from my dad's side is, is struggles. You know, his, his brothers and sisters have all struggled. And my grandma, she's just the sweetest lady. She just unconditionally loved. And I think that's where I learned it from because yeah, they, they, they definitely went through some, some struggles and, uh, so yeah, I just wanted to add that. Perfect. Perfect. Well, in closing, could you tell us what being a follower of Christ means to you? It means putting others in front of yourself. It's, you got to have yourself time, but think of others. Um, it's believing in something greater than, than what we're existing in right now. Um, it's love, you know. But if I could sum it up to one thing, I think love would be a huge thing. Um, and an example, you know, nothing better than when I'm with people who I, I work with some some people, and I have for many years that that don't go to church. They, you know, truck drivers. They they have that truck driver mouth. They and nothing better than to have them say something and go, "Oh, I'm sorry," because um, that means wow, I must, have, I must have put an impression in. But when they don't say that, then I'm thinking, wow, I better make a better impression. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and serve and help others. You know, I think it's super important. You know, my, my goal in life was, and I think I get this from my dad. Um, he did like to help people and do things, but he never wanted credit he didn't want he just wanted to do it right um and sometimes sometimes if we're supposed to do it then that 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 part of me that rebellious part's like yeah i'm not gonna do that (laughs) 
But if I'm not supposed to do it, I love to do it, right? I mean, that's what we're here for. <laughs> just funny. But yeah, just just service and helping others. Perfect. Love it. Well, thank you for your time. We love having you in the ward, and thank you so much for sharing your story with us. You bet. Thank you very much for coming over.